1: extra extra read all about it whitmer loves a shark bowl ct and tc is a spartan according to the detroit news plum got concussed and we don't really care and of course tank brown is officially official the fall is going to be fun and covid free right you're listening to can't read can't write Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves to Wolverines Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, who just nailed an intro in one take only for the first time ever, and I'm, of course, joined by your favorite Shark Bowl, Kevin Grek, and your favorite classy drink, Alex Plum. Plum, (laughs) if you were a classy drink, and you're a tall drink, that's for sure, (laughs) what kind of drink would you be? I think I'd be a Brandy Alexander. What? Mm.
0: Walk me through. Make me a brandy Alexander. What goes I, into a? a I'm brandy fairly Alexander. certain it's brandy and like creme de cacao or
2: <laughs> warmed milk. It's like something with like definitely dairy in it. It's not. I actually don't know if I've ever even had one, so I don't know.
0: It's definitely curdling on the way down. And yeah. I want to. Yeah. I want you to know, dear listener, I'm not a good shark bowl. I'm a shark bowl with way too much ice and not that many gummy sharks. That's the type of shark bowl <laughs> Wait, I am.
1: I want I want to be very clear that you're on record as saying that uh a shark bowl is not diluted by water and is better when there are more gummies in the drink.
0: I uh I have a real concern here. So uh let's talk about this. Let's talk about the number one news article today, actually. That's a terrible joke to make given what we're gonna be talking about off Grand River. But um so newswire. Breitbart just reporting that dear governor Gretchen Whitmer was seen over the weekend at the newly reopened land shark. At a table. <laughs> we ended up at the shark is now officially their tagline. Um, and indeed the governor did end up. Whitmer at the 2022.
1: <laughs> yeah. Meet me at the shark. Uh,
0: so in these, in these photos uh, published in Breitbart, you know, I'm sure, as all of us have seen, I'm concerned by the bowls that they're drinking the shark bowls out of because they're like proper goldfish fish bowls, mm-hmm. and that is incompatible with the shark bowl game where a group of you takes one shark, a group of like four takes one shark bowl, and they race another group of four with another shark bowl, including at the end digging in and eating all of the gummy sharks. And then the loser has to, uh, the losing team has to uh, buy the next round. I think these fishbowls are incompatible with that game. And I, I'm just grappling with this live on the air right now.
1: Well, Greg, I think what's important is that as much as Breitbart is engaging in some gotcha journalism about uh, Whitmer sitting with too many people at the table, the fact of the matter is, is that Whitmer engaged in enjoying a beverage that is now COVID safe. Because what you just described is COVID unsafe, and she's out there promoting better regulations for binge drinking. What? And I think for that we should celebrate her. Really, let's,
0: let's ask our our um, healthcare. Um, <laughs> My would, God, this podcast is yes, off the rails. No, no, Plum. If we individually Clorox wiped every shark gummy shark before we ate it, would that <laughs> would that be good COVID protocol?
2: Yeah. In fact, it's the only COVID protocol for infecting anything at the land shark. So, uh,
1: I, we do have to say, it, like, right, that, uh, you know, you could feel a lot of ways about uh, Governor Whitmer, but you should feel certain ways about coming out of isolation and self quarantine for 15, 16 months. And your first choice is to go to the land shark. <laughs> like, that, that is. That is that is a campaign statement of some sort. I leave, you, leave it to you, the voter, on how you decide what to Josie, make of that. Josie,
0: when you make it up to campus, was there any chance that we were going to go to the shark? Honestly? So. There might no. be now! <laughs> there might be now!
1: I mean, I want to rub elbows with uh, with uh, big wigs, and apparently the shark is the place to do it. Anyway, this, this podcast is fully off the rails, and if you happen to be joining us for the first time... This is not normal. Uh, We do thank you for listening. And if we could ask you a small favor, share the pod with Spartans in your life. Give us a rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, follow us in the old Twitter machine, at Spartan underscore pod. Greg, if this was a normal show, what could listeners expect the structure to be?
0: Under normal circumstances, we talk about the land shark for 10 minutes at the beginning of every episode. And then the riff. Then we, we glance through the green wall. That's our uh, uh, segment dedicated to MSU athletics. Um, go off Grand River to talk about sports uh, in the wider sense. Uh, and then we take your Twitter questions. And this week is a big week of Twitter questions. It's maybe the last week of the month. It's not. It's not well, um,
1: It is this week of the month, but I don't think we're I think Plum said, let's keep it rolling.
0: Oh, OK. Well, we'll let the guy that's a little little like speck on the logo make the big decisions about yeah. the of course of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but that God, God. But the mustache, though, is so good.
1: All right. Let's head behind the green wall. Uh, and uh, Plum, I will turn to you first because your favorite transfer portal pickup from Mel Tucker Itavian Tank Brown has made it to campus. Can you clue the folks in on uh, what happened, what the sort of hubbub was, and and why uh, why we can all sigh a collective sigh of relief? Well,
2: it's been a uh, it's been a little bit of a uh, a journey for our boy uh, Itavian Brown. I actually I believe he actually uh, showed up on campus in a full tank. In an actual tank as befit his name
0: um, Abrams.
2: yeah I, I guess i can't um i can't confirm that specifically uh no i mean uh there was some back and forth uh he wasn't registered for classes and then he was he was committed but at, at least at one point he was 1000 percent committed as i recall on um, him committed. tweeting um but uh but no, I mean then then he didn't show up. He wasn't listed initially on the roster, and so then there was some speculation that potentially this six foot four, two hundred thirty five pound outside linebacker, a linebacker from uh, St. Louis, wasn't coming.
1: So, um, but he's here, right? So we hear yes. thanks. So uh, the yeah Tank um, had some issues getting his transcripts from Minnesota over to the university. Which means the football team just can't officially talk about him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, very silly rule wherein um, you can't be like his transcripts just haven't showed up yet. But, so that was the story. S- it's the same
0: thing with recruits too, right? Like until they're actually sure. signed and you can't talk about them. It,
1: but it's, it's different. Uh, we talked about this maybe last week or two weeks ago that it's a little bit different with rec- uh, with transfers because there is no signing. Right. It's just, are you there? <laughs> And Tank actually was there the day before he was supposed to arrive. But again, his transcripts just hadn't, you know, USPS. What can I say?
0: Still- he got uh, sidetracked. He heard about all of the hubbub down at the Landshark and had to see for himself. So,
1: Well, so speaking of the hubbub of, uh, at the Landshark and, uh, uh, you know, um, all the festivities about ready to just take off in the great state of Michigan, football's back,
0: right? we are back in, in stadiums? It intends to be back. Is that the same thing?
1: Sure. Uh, you sent me uh, some vivid seats that indicated that I could purchase tickets. Football's back. Okay. There you go. Great. <laughs> so, uh, well, Greg, so can you share what the, the news is and et cetera, et cetera? I mean, to
0: distill it all the way down, uh The MSU athletic department intends to have a full Spartan stadium in the fall, uh, and is selling tickets in anticipation of that. It does not mean, however, that that will end up happening. It means that they anticipate that it might happen and they're willing to deal with the headache of (laughs) trying to figure out what to do with tickets if it doesn't end up happening. Um, plum in your estimation how likely is it actually that the state will be in such a place that all outdoor restrictions will be lifted by the fall
2: uh, okay uh, i would prefer not to prognosticate on the state of where i think the virus will be but i will be happy to say that i am 100% certain that michigan or that the state of michigan is not going to go back to any place that it that it was in other words i think it's only going to continue to liberalize the policies around yeah um allowing people to be there. I I would be surprised. I mean, with the current vaccination coverage rates, they are continuing to climb up. I'd be surprised if we hit another surge like we have, unless, you know, there's some, unless there's another, um, uh, variant that's discovered that causes some level of, uh, of problem. So. What's
0: up, Yali? Yali! Uh, this is anecdotal, but as I drove past Frandor today, I have to say it was the shortest line I've seen in the entire pandemic. So I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying we're perhaps moving in a direction where this is indeed possible. So it is exciting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's great. So, uh, you know, mark your calendars, folks. September 11th, we're back. Never forget. Here we go. Um, there it is. I not look. we just need to repurpose things. That's all I'm saying. Uh, reduce, Why reduce, you hate recycle.
0: America so much. Clearly,
1: I love it, and I'm gonna celebrate September 11th.
0: Wow, right? that's phrasing. <laughs> all right,
1: I'm going to a football game anyway. Next up is some basketball news. Uh, Rocket Watts uh, has decided to go to MSU. Yep, that is Mississippi State. I'm making a joke that no one else has made. Um, uh, good luck, Rocket. Right? Uh, uh, they they seem to be doing okay in the transfer portal, but uh, that MSU's big big not good, right?
0: Yeah, uh, in terms of program. Uh, I don't consider Mississippi state to be one of the better programs in the country, much less even in the sec. So, um, I mean, I'm happy for him. He landed another power five gig. Um, so good for him. But yeah, I, I looked it up and the other MSU hasn't been to the final four since 96. So it's a bit of a step down in terms of program prestige, but um what's important is that rocket will continue to play basketball uh for his education and we wish him all the best
1: honestly i think it's just him showing love like it was reported so many people were looking at him and he said no mm-hmm. i know what school i want
0: <laughs> remember the early rumors about like kentucky <laughs> kansas yeah didn't end up <laughs> louisville that. yeah lsu Florida State, yeah. Yeah. DePaul was pretty believable. I mean, DePaul was was kind of the name for a while there, right? I think... Their bad game is strong. Yeah. So, anyway, good for Rocket. He landed, and unfortunately, that might mean that everything has settled in terms of personnel for last season and next season. Um, Don't want that to be the case, but right now, it looks like it kind of has. So... We'll see if anything pops up in the oil transfer portal for MSU, but We're all tall. all of the transfers have now landed in their various spots.
1: That's great. Uh, well, we'll certainly stay on it, but uh, Oh, uh, and, uh, those last two sponsorships think- got full.
2: Got filled. So yeah, great. That's really good. All right, let's go to women's golf. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Plum was a joke because I am still upset about that. It was open. Oh. I think everyone knows that by now and now it's just awkward silence, but I felt like we needed to underline how frustrating that is only for me. <laughs> All right. And for concussion speaking, uh, women's golf in the NCAA tournament, you will recall last week, dear listener, that we had a lot to say about the regionals and mm-hmm. how well they were managed, at least in some quarters mm-hmm. down South um, Michigan state though. Not doing too bad. Finished the day. Tied for 12th yesterday. Um, I don't know. What do you know where they were uh, of the 54 holes that they were hitting at that point in the tournament? If they were in, done if that was 18, if they were done with uh 36 at that point, I'm not sure. Um That sounds right. Today, though, I think it might have been the last 18 today, they were a, a little rougher for them. They were they uh collectively golfed 15 over, which is not the uh not the way you want to go in golf. It turns out a fewer Strokes uh, or points is better than more, so they have tumbled down the ranking a wee bit, and uh, well, maybe not the best for them. But yeah,
0: we'll still root for them. Yeah, oh, we're so proud of them. We'll see where they end up. Um, but yes, looked pretty strong yesterday. Looked pretty good, but uh, took a bit of a fall today. So um, that is what's happening in the women's golf NCAA tournament in men's basketball or men's baseball, pardon me, uh Nebraska clinched the Big 10 baseball championship today in the regular season. Uh and MSU is uh 11th. So that season kind of started off pretty well. Uh some some exciting wins to look at uh to begin the year, but didn't quite finish it out, which puts the Jake Boss 10 year kind of Trending in the wrong direction overall. But, you know, what
1: are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, I think we should take a moment to congratulate Nebraska. You know, Different. no one really considers them part of the Big Ten. This is a big deal for them.
0: It took them a long time to get things running for baseball in the Big Ten. I remember all of their fans were like, we're just going to run. Why are we joining this conference? We're just going to run them in baseball. And then, like, the first five years, they didn't win a single thing basically um but they did this year so good for them congratulations that's great happy
1: for you and your field of dreams um all right uh gentlemen uh it's time to sound the alarms because uh well the housing market is insane uh if for those who don't know you you see a house you like it you want to buy it but you're not pre-approved, that means you are way too late to buy that house. So that's why you get to call our friend, Brandon Sands, who is a mortgage loan officer who's closed over 10,000 loans and works for one of the largest mortgage lenders in the country. Guaranteed rate. Take advantage of very low mortgage rates and get pre-approved for a loan so that when you see your dream house, you can say yes to that dress and buy that house. Uh... Give Brandon a call. Uh, you can find him at uh, rate.com backslash Brandon Sands. That's rate.com backslash Brandon with an E, Sands with a Z. Rate.com backslash Brandon Sands. Brandon Sands. All right, uh, Greg, uh, the first note I see here in our off Grand River section is that there are playoff questions in the Twitters, so we will chat about that stuff for a bit. But in a can bit. In way,
2: can we just say, dear listeners... Dear Twitter questioners, uh, the, uh, playoff questions? Uh, don't debase yourselves. But we'll take you one at a time. We'll, we'll take you one at a time.
0: <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Uh, uh, you know yeah. what I've noticed? I, th- I seem to have been taken off of the Brandon Sands ad rates. What? But- has there been like a conversation with our sponsors about my performance here? That, uh, Mike, can you just down to me?
2: Yeah, Mike, make a note to make sure we cut it here because um, I know this is something we've been talking about offline a little bit about how um, Kevin embarrassed the pod with this no, most recent brand. No,
0: I will not cut it here. You tell me now here on the podcast what did Brandon Sands say about me and my performance?
1: Well, he just said that your performance was a bit rushed. Uh, you were a little too quick in your performance
2: or that uh, complaint
1: before you just, you just, there wasn't anything lasting about your performance.
0: My, you know, when I do a Brandon Sands ad read, I do it just the way that I want to. And it ends right when I want it to. So <laughs> th- I don't care. All right. I'm thrilled with my performance on previous Brandon Sands ad reads. And I, I, I I think I'm the finest Brandon Sands ad reader that there is, so... But have you ever considered how Brandon might feel?
1: Did Brandon want it to be done? Listen. Did the listener want maybe a little bit more?
0: I have done ad reads for several other companies, and they've all been very satisfied. So maybe this is Brandon's problem, but we'll move on now, because... I, I, I ain't even care. I didn't even really like Brandon Sands ad reads that much anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, we got
1: to move on to a serious topic. <laughs> okay. Uh
0: Oh no, are you serious? This is the next thing in the <laughs> yes. All right. We need a we no we need a palette cleanser. We got to put something move this thing on the bottom up. All right. So, uh the overtime elite professional league um which we talked about last yes. week. We did. This is, dear listener, uh, if you're not plugged into everything that high school boys are doing, the way that Michael Jones is, uh, this is the <laughs> league where uh, high school kids or AAU kids are being paid to play. Uh, they have signed their to play. two highest profile uh, recruits, students, whatever you want to call them. A couple of guys- Teenage performers. Yes. Well, they're 18, I think I saw, and they're out of the class of 2023, so-
1: Okay. That that tracks. All right.
0: Um, they are uh Matt and Ryan Buley. Buley? Buley? I probably should have tried to say Bueller? that yeah, it's out loud before I read it just yeah. now. Yeah. Um they are the number two and number 16 five star prospects on 247's <laughs> 2023 um list. So th- these are the first two really big high profile um you know uh Domino's default. On this, Uh, as we talked about, you know, this it seems likely that someone like an Amani Bates is probably in conversation with this
1: league. But uh, I remember what it was. I said something else. There's a 17 year old who signed a deal with the G League, whose name is escaping me, um, for 500k. That was wow,
0: really the G League. That's more in line with what we saw last year. Um, Yeah, it's funny to me. Like you look at the reactions to this between you know the, like the NBA fans and the college basketball fans on the internet and the A- NBA fans are all like oh college basketball is over it's d- it's done for college bas- for for college basketball and all the college basketball fans are like good so we don't need them <laughs> disrupting our league for one year and then they're gone like you don't need sports center just fawning over them like honestly I think this stuff is probably good for college basketball, netting it all out. The one and done rule yeah. does not benefit college basketball that much. If at all. Right. No.
1: And and this is a better way to, to capitalize on the one and done uh, rule. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is this is a better scenario. Um, I, I'm curious if. I'm curious, though, if. If. The, the reasons that the league, the NBA that is, wanted to have the one-and-done rule, which is to say that there would be some assumption that you would undergo a year of, of sincere competition yeah. if if this merely uh, just provides another avenue for them to overpay for flops. Mm. Because it, it's, it's, all, it's all clickbait. Right, like, so no one's going to play defense. Uh, you, you, you would presume no one's going to play defense.
0: Yeah, it's totally unclear who these teams are going to play. Is it just themselves scrimmaging over and over again? Are they going to end up playing AAU teams somehow? Um,
1: right, could, like, could you imagine, for those who, who don't know, uh, you know, there's a, a summer, summer. is it even a tournament, or are they just kind of drop-in games, Moneyball? It's a Yeah, it's a tournament.
0: Um sure. there are actual So there's teams. A,
1: a yeah. Yeah. So there's a a tournament that happens in the Metro Detroit area right that no, um, Mid Michigan. Oh, mid Michigan, sorry, apologies. Um but either way, a lot of MSU players show up um and, and participate in the tournament as do some other very talented players and um it, it's it's a lot of fun because people do crazy Stuff there, but it's not real basketball. Someone dropping thirty five in moneyball is not a reason to get super excited about what they're going to do the next yes. year
0: <laughs> some of us will recall that Mr. Lou Rawls tum tum Naron dropped like thirty five points in one game <laughs> 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 so so, not, so I guess that's my point is
1: there, like is Is the reason for the one and done rule that the NBA said you've got to you've got to be a year outside of high school was that theoretically uh, you would see if people grew more, for instance, like literally grew more. Um, And then they would also, whether that's at the G League level, abroad or in college, they faced some level of meaningful competition for. Yeah,
0: it's we want to make it easier to evaluate you. And we don't, think. yeah, we want to mitigate our
1: risk and, but we, and we don't want to set, we can't not pay for you if you're a high schooler, because if we miss out on LeBron, because we think he's a bust, then we're just idiots. So, so it was, you know, so this is a really fascinating thing to me in that I don't know that this, I think this is, overtime elite is brilliant um, from a, a business model perspective. Is it? In, in the way that it's trying to cap. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm all in on this as a, as a conceptual, like it, we are, we're going to monetize clips. Yes. It's just um, social
0: media trying to build brands for these guys trying to get, I'm sure they'll get tons of shoe money in there. Crazy yeah, shoe money.
1: You get shoe money. Yes. I, 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 as a business, I think this is a, uh, there's a lot to be interested in here, but I, but my question is, is like, doesn't this really undercut the whole point of, of the one and done rule? Uh, and you know, I'm, I am guess I'm in the sort of traditionalist camp of college fans being like, I, I don't care bye. like, it's, it's, I, we're probably better off. Um, to not have the one and done so prevalent in.
0: Here's the thing that, uh, I- I'll push back a little bit on this being a genius business decision. There are no fan bases that know anything about these players. There's no team. There's no name on the front of the Jersey that people are relating to that might happen over time, but it's not happening now. Um, So I don't really know how interested people are going to be in these teams and in the products and there's no clear built-in fan base, so there better be some thunderdunks that come out of these kids. Otherwise, I'm not really sure. That's all it's going to be—is thunderdunks. Yeah, but you, from guys that you don't know and aren't attached to anything. But they're gonna be thunderdunk.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Because the-, the overtime clips I see are usually of like Jade Nakins and I'm attached to it because it's Jade Nakin's right. and he's going to be a Spartan. That's
0: that fair point. Point made. Anyway, we can move on um, now that the ballot has been cleansed from the Brandon Sands fiasco. Wait, hold on.
1: No, go ahead. So, oh, wait, yes, sorry, real quick. Did you guys see there's a, there, there's a running back, the number one running back in the entire country. He's committed to Texas. He's skipping his senior season of high school.
0: This is like taking, skipping the, the bowl game to the nth degree. yes. Now, in
1: fairness, he was injured in his junior year, and so he's going to dedicate a lot of time to rehab. But is is kind of like running backs get the hell beat out of them, and you only have so many miles on these legs in playing football. And, and so I'm skipping my senior season. Like, I've already signed in my commitment letter. Who cares, right? I, we don't have to talk about it right now. I just think that is actually a very fascinating conversation because I saw a lot of old man takes on this. Where it's like, what's next? Are they not even gonna play football to begin with? And then you kind of have to be like, yeah, but football's a really violent game that is not good for the body. So
0: maybe? Like I it's I'll, I'll give him credit for being the first. I mean, it's a huge bet on yourself. And this this has happened before, actually. There have been guys that challenged the the NFL's um Rules around this, um, and I believe they lost in court. So maybe we should come back to this next year. Um, but uh,
1: I want to get plum involved here, though. In your version of football, do do uh, do the do the backs oftentimes uh, skip seasons? Uh,
2: I I do not know of a situation where that happens. Mostly because the market for this talent is not the same. The competitive pressures. Uh, that exist in basketball and football to perform. And the amount of reward that comes for, you know, performing well does not exist in soccer in the United States. It may, this may be a phenomenon in Europe. I don't know, but you know, the other problem is they don't have the same structure that we do with like high school, turning into collegiate sports, turning into professional sports that on ramp is different because they don't play intercollegiately like we do in the United States. And oftentimes if they're at that level of prospect. They've been playing in the professional feeder system for some years, from 13, 14, 15 years old. So there's not really the opportunity, I think, there to, to they're already involved. They're probably already, you know, getting compensated in some way. Sure. With that, though, I am going to move us uh, to some <laughs> pretty sad news that uh, was made, uh, was kind of reported on early this morning. Uh, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, that keith Appling, former uh standout um, high school basketball player the two thousand ten mr michigan basketball uh, player um played for the Spartans um, from uh, what was it twenty ten to twenty fourteen um, That sounds right. was uh is apparently a um a suspect uh, uh, in the um in the shooting death of uh, of a sixty six year old victim a sixty six year old victim who is reportedly uh potentially uh it suggested a family member of of Keith's. Um, it's unclear exactly what, um, you know, led to this. There was some um, some speculation in the Detroit News that there was uh, some sort of conflict in the front yard of the victim's home uh, between Appling and, and the man, um, like some cousins, I guess, uh, you know, again, this is just what was being reported on. Some cousins said that there was some back and forth that were happening. Um, and the person that was being interviewed claimed to have heard some gunshots and came outside and I think the quote was something like saw Keith Appling staring at me with a dumb look on his face you know so who knows um what the the take is here regardless it's sad it's terrible it's just devastating for their family um Keith Appling himself has had uh, a bit of a contentious history of late in the last five or so years um in 2016 he was um Arrested after some incident in a, i think a dearborn nightclub he'd been they found two guns in his vehicles uh the next year there was a concealed weapons charge he had heroin in his vehicle in 2020 after being pulled over in macomb county at one stretch he had been sentenced i think to one year in in the county jail and at you know four months or four years or something of probation so he's um he's been going through it dude is not um not living his best life and and of course uh if if what is alleged is true um And I think as far as I understand the Detroit police department is still searching for him. Um, He is not in custody right now. So
0: yes, that appears to be true.
2: Just um, it was just terribly sad. I mean, he's a guy that um, did good things for the basketball program at Michigan state. You know, I think he was second team all the big 10. I don't know if you ever made first team. Definitely got some honorable mentions. You know, he was a a reliable, consistent member of the team. And I, what do you say? What do you say here?
0: Well, first, I apologize to the listener if they can hear Alex's static on his mic. I apologize. Um, second, yeah. I mean, clearly this isn't what any of us wanted for Keith Appling in his career after Michigan State. Um, although, if we're going to talk about these other incidents, you have to also talk about the one that happened on campus almost as soon as he arrived. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see where this goes, but this is just a incredibly sad situation and an incredible waste of talent Um, and a waste of a life. More important. Yeah. Waste of multiple lives. It looks like.
1: Um, And I mean, do we even want to poke fun of the Detroit news right now?
0: We might as well. It's relevant to the podcast. We can do this with tact and grace.
1: Can we? So the Detroit news um, did mention that fans of Michigan State uh, were going to social media or, well, just fans were going to social media and reacting um, because in uh, somber stories like this, uh, what you do is you pull from Twitter um, to say that people have feelings about things. And dear friend of the pod, CTNTC, noted Wolverine <laughs> was their Twitter quote about uh, how to feel about Keith Appling, um, which I think we can all say confirms what we've known all yeah, along.
0: Always suspected.
1: That deep down CT is a Spartan.
0: <laughs> the entire Detroit news, you know... <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, you have two choices. The Detroit News is a garbage rag or CT is a Spartan.
0: Well, they dedicated all of their investigative journalism to see if CT and TC was indeed a Spartan fan. And they seem to have determined that, yes, he is. Uh,
1: Well, either way, we we do hope that um, that uh, the search for Keith Appling is resolved peacefully. Yeah. um, And that we that, you know, he um, not that he's a, a listener to the pod, but certainly that he's able to turn himself in or he's he's found in a nonviolent way and brought to custody. Um and uh that he, you know, uh is presented with the evidence against him um and that, that justice, whatever that might be, is met. Um so yeah. Um and to take us out of somber topics, there's no better way than to have a cookie. And that is why uh, we've got to say something about preserved homemade. That has to be the absolute worst
2: transition I've ever heard in my entire life. I am more upset about that than I have been over any ad read that Greg has done for uh, Brandon Sands. And I think that this whole pod should be ashamed of itself. Please continue.
0: Thank you, Alex. Alex and I are in oh, solidarity against you. Michael <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Host of the podcast can't read, can't write. Continue your ad read, you corporate sellout bootlicker. Go on, read the script, Michael.
1: <sighs> word for word. Preserved homemade is Gooden's Provision Store, bringing you a taste of home in the form of homemade treats. Check out their Instagram page at preserved underscore homemade. Follow mine. No, look, uh, we've we've long been fans of the preserved homemade, and when you are in a good mood, when you are in a sad mood. When you're in a glad mood, it's time to sh- turn to Preserved Homemade. So you can find Preserved Homemade on Instagram at Preserved underscore Homemade. You can follow them on Twitter at Preserved H or head to their website at Preserved-Homemade.com to treat yourself or someone you love some homemade goodness. Gentlemen, we are um, keeping an alarming clip here, and it is full-blown Twitter question time. So
0: well, let's get well, it there's off. a lot of them. Oh, wait. So that worked out nicely.
1: Um, hey. D- is it is it maybe that people like competition could be, could be. Uh,
0: I right. did notice as I was collecting these a number of people copped to how quickly they were able to post their questions because they had just been copied and pasted out of their notes apps. They'd been iterating over them for the entire week. What? Which no, we way. appreciate we do sincerely appreciate. Can't we can't light right listenership. Thank you. I honestly,
1: yes. Yeah. I like I, I think we need to collectively um, uh, toast and raise a glass Indeed. to our listeners who who are the best part of this podcast. Um, well, Greg's pretty great. And then there's plum, whatever. But the listeners, big second. Cheers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Mama Maple Leaf is up first with is
2: it my week. It's my week It is.
1: It is your it's your week week to grade, mm. yes. Sweet, sweet uh, suffering long
2: suffering plum. Finally things are coming up. As
0: yeah, this moment in the sun. Yep. Sweet suffering plum.
1: Yep. Here it is. All right, Mama Maple Leaf. Let's have it. Uh, all right. First question. With post pandemic reentry upon us, rank these activities all without wearing a mask in order of your fear factor. Ooh, a little fear mm. factor. Highest fear is number one. So you have, let's see, one, two, three. You rank them one to three. Attending a game in person in a full stadium, working side by side in an office with a coworker, standing in line at the grocery store. Plum, rank them. <sighs> um, uh,
2: f- so side by side with an office would be one. Uh, game in full person stadium crowd two and well, that she doesn't define the stadium. Um, figure
0: that it's an outdoor stadium. Okay, I'm but
2: still gonna put it two. I'm gonna Spartan still stadium. put it two, and I'm gonna say standing in line at the grocery store is three.
0: Really? You know, what if
1: if uh, if it was. Uh, the big house would that change your rankings in no
2: i mean if it's it, the air you're the air, it, it dissipates you're you know all the aerosols dissipate so but the thing is if you're in land at a grocery store you're not there very long so i think your exposure risk is a lot lower mm. y- you were if you're standing next to somebody that had the, that if you were with somebody for three hours at a football game and, and they were right next to you like you get packed into those games and they were sick even being outdoors you you would definitely that Level
1: of proximity, you're probably going to get it.
2: But if you're vaccinated, you know you shouldn't really be that worried.
1: So that's my point. Um. All right. Next up from Mama Maple
0: Leaf is uh, uh. Okay. Um. This one's this one's for you actually because you like to okay. use these in your everyday life. Um. From Mama Maple Leaf, do, question do I? two: hit quote hit the field quote heave quote it starts here quote. Chase the moment, and my f- least favorite quote, may the best man win, are some of the mantras of the MSU football program. Well, really, they were Mark D'Antonio's um and mantras at the beginning of every season. Which one would best suit the 2021 MSU football team or come up with one of your own? Uh, so
1: I think Mama Maple leaf, it wasn't Chase the Moment. I think, moment. It, was I think chase- it was just Just <laughs> Chase It. Yeah. Um and I, that is my, I think of D'Antonioisms favorite. It certainly is not heave. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Chase It is a bit timeless. And, um, was that
0: the 2014 team slogan? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember them by year. I don't have the t-shirts.
1: Well, anyway, um, so, uh, um, I think though, I am, um, uh, a big fan of what was Tucker's quote, um, sleep fast, play to, uh, play to stay, play to, or, or wait, compete to play, compete to stay. I think, I think that is, that is the 2021, uh, slogan for Tucker. All
0: right. 2021
1: Comp- compete slogan to stay. is a threat. Fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, trust uh, trust the process. Trust it. Um all right. Last up from Mama Maple Leaf, which two late night show hosts would you select to complete your three on three neighborhood basketball tournament team? Keeping in mind it's not necessarily about winning or losing, but about how you play the game. Mama Maple Leaf, that is not true, you silly Canadian. <laughs> uh
0: so I would take Colbert as one because as we've seen, he's got a pretty good uh uh balled up piece of paper shot. He can beat Obama with that. Um so there's that one, uh, and then I'll it's gotta be Conan. Conan O'Brien for the for the height. he's So tall, yeah. yeah. He and I would. Have you, you seen Conan walk?
1: Yeah, Conan has uh, less athleticism than Grek, and I didn't think that was possible. Well, it's man. not
0: less athleticism than than Corbin. So Corbin, you're here. Um, so there we. go. You're come. here. All um, right, uh, Anthony Garbert who up is, next. The worst late night host, by the way. Continue. If you could instantly have...
2: Fallon. Yeah, Fallon's terrible. No, no, no. Fallon's just generally insufferable and terrible. No, absolutely not. Okay, Anthony Garbert, if you could instantly have a, one, food of choice, and two, beverage of choice from East Lansing, transported to your place of residence as if it were freshly served, what would your choices be? What establishment would they come from? And it can be existing or former East Lansing restaurants.
0: Hmm. I have access to all of the current, so I'll leave this to you guys. What comes to mind?
1: Ponchero's in a shark bowl, baby. Wow.
0: <laughs> not a BTB burrito? <laughs> no. Oh, I miss some BTB. Oh, you but,
1: some Theo's? Uh, I, the punch. I mean... It, well, so it's, he says he's Lansing, oh, so I'm not okay. going to... But I mean... Get, like god yeah i would go for some theo's and frankly their coffee was, was pretty not great bad too. especially with the
2: french fries i'll say this i would take
1: the olive burger and uh a
0: uh long island iced tea from the peanut butter oh very nice classic <laughs> mm-hmm. see that's mm-hmm. how it's done michael that's how
1: it's done i mean i'd take it i'd take a dub you, oh, know, I'm I'm meat,
0: but, you know yeah yeah they're con raps. Oh. All right. Next up. Next. next up. Gumby sticks. Gumby uh, they're sticks. They're
2: not Gumby sticks. or are Pokey sticks.
1: Burr. Oh, Pokey sticks, right. From oh, Gumby's. Yeah, good yeah, right. Lord. And yeah. then they
0: became, well, and this is true, Poke me sticks when they didn't oh. want, when they when the good people from the Gumby Corporation were like, hey, stop using our mascot. <laughs> ah! So stupid. It is.
1: Oh, Lord Jesus. All right. Next up from Garvert, Great. Carver's crushing it. Uh, since Spartan Stadium was empty last season and will be full capacity this year, should we be worried about the capability of the troughs <laughs> slash septic <laughs> system in the restrooms and handling the sudden influx of people at the end of the first quarter? If so, I think the strength and conditioning coaches should work with the Spartan Stadium to improve its quote-unquote BMI, which I assume is bowel movement index. <laughs> um... I love, I love it that you. he called out
2: the troughs. That's just fantastic. I, one would think that they would have opportunities to improve the general layout and, I don't know, humanity of the... Uh, would you change the, the, the facilities? I mean, yes, just because it's 2021 and we're civilized humans. No, because there is a certain amount of nostalgia. And no, because I'm a terrible pervert. So, you know, I mean, it's just... <laughs> One of those things in impertible. I think this question
0: that from Garvert is informed by if you read the full uh the full press release about how the athletic department intends to have full in person Spartan Stadium this fall, it really painted the picture of how they're going to improve the circulation and the men's bathroom. <laughs> Cause you just see the steam coming off of those troughs. <laughs> 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 steam are- Particularly in November. Oh my god. <laughs> They're like hand warmers, those troughs. It's fantastic. Tell you what I'm going to do, though, Garv. To test it, I'm going to go down to Spartan Stadium every day, and I'm going to pick a trough and relieve myself in it just to make sure that that whole system is working. Onesies or twosies in the trough? Onesies, my man's onesies. Always onesies. Don't don't
1: debase yourself. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. It's It's been a day. Flat bed of the week. Pick the over-under for each. He's round. having to
2: clarify now for us. This isn't great. Yeah. The number of bowl wins by MSU in the Mel Tucker era versus the number of touchdowns from our leading receiver next season. He sets the line at 6.5.
0: I'm taking the, the under. On, on each? each of these, yeah. All right. Yeah. I Seven mean, touchdowns. Well, the
2: so then define how long was the Mel Tucker era in your mind's eye? How many hours or how many years are you giving that?
0: Greater than 10.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, Less than 15, something like that. Yeah, well, in that case. I mean, he'd have to. I, well, I mean, let's say it's
1: 10. Let's say it's 10. That's a successful That's a run. a
0: super successful run, especially when one considers that he's not going to win this.
1: <laughs> so, so the over in and of itself is a, a stupid winning percentage for bowl games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it probably means that he doesn't have a ton of immediate success and that any suspicions that he has aspirations higher than where his current station is are not mm. true. So, like, it, there's just a lot there where the under on the bowl games certainly make sense as just a logical bet. If I'm wrong, never will I ever be so happy to be
2: wrong. And then, But um, then you also think you're, you're going under, so you're going, what, maybe six touchdowns to- in total next season for our leading receiver?
1: That's it? So uh, the reason I would hesitate to say higher than that is first, you have to wonder how many touchdowns is MSU going to score period. So even if you have a great view of the offense, that, that assumes then we are able to run the ball and we've added some running threats. Yeah, this year M- The MSU that,
0: offense is going to discover these new Russian touchdowns this season. <laughs>
1: the, so like, I, I mean, and we got some big bodied receivers who may be able to pick up some red zone passes. Like, I just uh, I have a hard time believing that as, as amazing as Jaden Reed might be that. I don't th- I don't think he pulls okay. six seven and and even and that's even if we have a really great offense, because I, if we have a great offense, I assume it will be a balanced offense because everything Jay Johnson did indicated he wanted balance. Great question, though. These the over-unders from always Gar, good, always get always for good, the record. Good. I'm
2: uh, I'm over on the touchdowns. Garf.
1: Okay. All right. That's for the record. All right. I wrote it down. Chalk it up for the record books.
0: All right. John Hubbard is up next. I'll take this one. Uh, John Hubbard asks, I I noticed Jonesy's planned trip to Michigan just so happens to fall on Rutgers' bye week. The only conclusion is that he's a regular in Piscataway on Saturday mornings. So tell us, Jonesy, as a fan of the hometown team, how do Rutgers' tailgates stack up?
1: (laughs) Well, John, I think this is pretty insensitive, given that we're in North Jersey and our proximity to downtown New York City. Obviously, the Rutgers team is taking that Saturday very seriously and can't play a game. I, however, will be in Spartan Stadium.
0: <laughs> no? No? I just can't lean into the 9-11? God, that's like your fourth 9-11 joke this episode. Um, I, I just know... John, I've gotten so many selfies from Jonesy at the Rutgers Stadium uh, hot tubs that like it had to be a bye weekend, otherwise we were going to get him away from Shy Stadium. John, I will say this: that one of uh,
1: my favorite people on the Twitter dot com is who's a Rutgers person was openly complaining about the uh, poor fan apparel that's available to Rutgers fans. And I can only assume that that is reflective of their tailgate situation. I I mean, their facility looks like a place that you would go for a a driving range for their practice facility. Uh, I think their, um, their football stadium is named after a like off-brand cellular service and their basketball stadium is still named after a medieval torture device. Like I, I can't imagine that a director's tail- tailgate is that likely. I would rather tailgate it. Oh, that is hurtful.
2: All right. Greg, the devil offers you perfect mental and physical health and the chance to see in person an MSU national championship in all major sports by the time you are 50. John Hubbard wants Noah's payment. The devil will erase oh. Drew Stanton <laughs> and Cassius oh. Winston past, present, and future from Earth. Deal or no deal?
0: So I fuck you, John. I, fuck you. To kill Drew Stanton and Cassius Winston? Yes. Or is it just that they're out there as regular people? They're they're, they're like MSU accolades cease to exist it no, from I, Earth. I it just- oh my god, I have to murder Cassius Winston? No,
1: no, because they never existed.
0: Though. No! Still no! There's no way! Drew listens to every episode! I could never tell the man that I want him erased from the earth, past, present, or future. I'll happily take my hockey national championship and I'll just I'll just be happy that Drew's out there doing true things with his LPGA tour visor at, and pushing, you know, uh, uh, Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Um, and that Cassius will eventually be president of the United States. So there's that.
1: All right, but here, Greg, here's a question for you though. You're 35,
0: yeah? In the neighborhood, not there yet. Thank you. Um, outing me on the podcast
1: you 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 should you can bleep that but 15 years well one of these is is iso still is is iso
0: still coaching? zero percent chance 15 years good god he would he'll explode on the sideline at some point um one of these is very possible like i don't know that you have to give up drew stanton and Cashes once to get a basketball national championship the football is a little bit more out of reach Um, but we'll see. It's still not impossible. Um, so I choose no. Last up from John Hubbard. Plum, if you could be, uh, yeah, if you could be one of your (laughs) co-hosts, who would you choose? And why didn't you choose the other one? (laughs) Um, I
2: would probably choose to be Jones because, (laughs) um, it'd be kind of cool to be a dad, I think. -hmm. Um, and live that close to New York City. And I didn't choose Grac because I don't want to go to jail for being the actual Slenderman, and I don't need to live with that hanging over my head
1: for all time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I get that. Um,
1: His life expectancy is lower too, right? Being yeah, but the quality of
0: life is so much better. And I, I know that you don't fully understand that and you never will because you just I think the
2: other thing why I didn't choose Greg is I have too much respect for Zill, and I wouldn't want to disappoint her every single day so much,
0: you know? Oh, don't worry. She's already disappointed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think I think when she listens to this yeah. podcast, she's going to be like, "Oh, I live a life of why, <laughs> he, why couldn't he go the other way? Nobody wants to be Jones. Nobody. Sorry, Sam. All right.
1: Joe Ashworth is up next, who asks, Greg, if you have to choose, would we see the next "woe"? he has trouble with a snap level exciting moment in basketball or football? Obviously, I, I'm assuming it breaks in our favor.
0: Oh, it's got to be football. That kind of stuff just doesn't exist to the same degree in basketball. Is that a fair take? I think I so. Mean, like, I think you're right. Like a last minute, you know, game winning shot. It's,
1: like, is Kenny Goines' the nearest whoa moment? something
0: like that, or in basketball generally when when Carolina won the championship on a last second three-point shot, like those types of things do happen, but I don't think they're quite the same level as they a, happen on the regular yeah they're they're more frequent.
1: Um, I would say maybe uh, what's the there's some version of rules. In, in uh, a tournament in basketball where a- at some point in time you set the, um, the, next team to sc- the next team to hit whatever plus seven over the, over the leading team is. Right. So like it, you could be down by however much, but that when 40 minutes expire, if a team is at 80, the leading team is at 80, whoever scores 87 first wins. So there's no time limit to the game. Right, like if you could go on an impressive run to mm. really claw back, that's probably the closest you could come in basketball. But even then, that's not distilled in the same way that Trouble the Snap is. This is no. getting too philosophical. No.
0: But. Good question, though, Joe. Um, next up, uh, and this is perfect. I mean, we should have asked Big Rutch this question. Oh. Plum, what now closed East Lansing Bar establishment would you like to resurrect? In her case, it was the Shark. I was uh, craving What Up Dog the other day, plus it was the only place I could get cheap green beer 365 days a year, 365 days a year. So I wouldn't be upset if that was your answer. Who, why, why, Joe? Why,
1: why do you need green beer three hundred? I don't
0: remember here? them having green beer. What, what, what the hell? I went we, to What Up Dog several times.
2: What? I don't even know what What Up Dog is. Where? It,
1: it, Same.
0: it was a uh hot dog place across from the masonic temple on mac it was like a a block up from the main drag on mac huh um i don't know what's there now it's like a oh i do know it's um it's some kind of ramen place is there now
2: um okay weird um i'm i i think I, I know you're going to say that this isn't East Lansing, but I'm going to say it's Theo's. And if it can't be because it's not technically East Lansing, which I would dispute. Um, I, I agree. You're barely over 127. I mean, you're barely over 127. Uh, I guess. And if it's not that, there was this really good Polish place that had pierogi. Uh, you oh. know what I'm talking about? It was right by. Um, no, but tell me more. It was right it. by Rice Kitchen. It, you had to go off that side. You know how Rice Kitchen you had to get to from that that back parking yeah. lot. That yeah. alleyway, there was a side entrance. I think it might be a Chipotle now. I can't remember. Um, anyway, it used to be at this Polish place, the name of which escapes me. But I would go there with Tara Clark all the time, and uh, it was wow. It had lunch specials, and that place was great.
0: Tara Clark, wow, We're taking it right back. Yeah,
1: okay, Jonesy, what do you got? Well, Btb. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, uh, I I do miss a little Poncheros. Um, I don't I don't know, though, that I have a really great, sincere answer on this one. Like, because let's be honest about the food offerings when we were in college. That the nostalgia you have for them is probably tied up in unexplored palates. That's certainly sure. true, Greg. And a lot of drunkenness. Sure.
0: Sure. What are you trying to say about so, Bell's Pizza right now? Tread carefully.
1: <laughs> so that was that was on my list uh, of, of places that I'm like, man, I want to see how
0: bad that actually is. My neighbor told me that he doesn't actually, his daughter lives in the house. He's owned it for a long time. His daughter lives there and he, he shows up every once in a while. And he told me that every time he comes back to East Lansing, he gets a whole Bell's Pizza pie. To who take home, gets a whole to take home it's his favorite thing and i'm like okay fella are you wasted all of the time is that is that where this is coming from i have to question like, your judgment sir
1: <laughs> oh my god oh
0: all right uh,
1: shit all right yes we that that man we need to have that man on the podcast Indeed. Uh, all right next up is Jer Bear, uh, who asks who are you rooting for in the NBA playoffs? Forbes and the Bucks, The Memphis Spartans? Or the big three in D.C.? Beal, Westbrook, and Winston?
0: I mean, it's fun having Winston on that team. It's uh, got to be what, winning. But is got to be. He's not really playing he that much. He, he's there on the bench. He's, you know, he's clapping. Get that man a ring. And Westbrook is going crazy. Um, so that's fun. It's Memphis um memphis it's memphis okay there you go that's fine i mean it's jjj J- J- and and
1: x are there yeah, that's fine i'm on board and they they and uh, the seeing them meet with Draymond after the game and like that was that was awesome
0: and they just beat la right they just beat the lakers
1: do they play tonight
0: um are they're playing the jazz right now um, yeah, I'm better. not paying any attention. The jazz are the onesie in the West. So yeah. Yes. What uh, we, do you follow, did you guys followed all the play-in
1: scenarios for the NBA and what they did there?
0: Yeah. Vaguely. I mean, I didn't watch any of the games, but I was aware of them when they were happening and I saw all the highlights afterwards. Why
1: can well, I wanted to use that more as a segue to talk about what I want to do to the big 10 East. Ah, um, and how I want to have relegation as part of the Big Ten. <laughs> this is this is me really wanting to talk about how I am obsessed with the idea that the Big Ten East is the only part of the conference that matters and that we should just have an upper Big Ten and a lower Big Ten and that there should be relegation. How
0: many Big Ten championship games have been won by the West team? Uh,
1: did Nebraska win one? Uh... No, they went to one. They didn't win. Uh, northwestern
0: is one no? No, no 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 has the west won? More? uh wisconsin if anyone is gonna win nah. it's gonna be wisconsin and we know we lost one they won the first two well yeah but
1: i mean that one that they won was okay. certainly bullshit so
0: the west won the first two and they have not won since msu obviously <laughs> won it in 2013 and the east has run away with it since then uh and So do, doesn't it make sense to have relegation? And there? back then when Wisconsin won it, it was the legends and the leaders. Technically the West has never won the big 10 championship. I say again, wouldn't it make sense that
1: we're all worried about Ohio state, right? That they're just getting leaps and bounds ahead yeah. of us.
0: And by us, well, we then, mean everyone else in, in
1: the, in big, the Ten. big 10 East. So Yes, the Big Ten, but particularly the Big Ten East. And so why not make them have a, as juggernaut of a schedule as possible? That's my sure. thought. Sure. Anyway, that's my segue off of the playoff games. Uh, it, the, the losers go to the West, and the the winners of the West can get promoted. Um,
0: all right. Uh, this one's for Jonesy from Jared Bear. Uh Who's your favorite hockey advisor slash guest? And then he goes on to say, in case you don't have an answer to that, okay, skip that, but give me your NBA and NHL champs, so Memphis
1: all right so first obviously it's Jerber uh second
0: yeah you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with
1: the team with the most Spartans uh and I'm gonna go ahead and say Memphis but uh
0: Greg who or Plum who do you guys have in the NHL I mean they're they're really low-seeded team but I'll take the Habs I'm gonna take the Habs why not uh go Oilers
2: Edmonton Oilers Go them. For sure them. Always the
0: Oilers. Okay. There we go. They're in it. All right. They're there. I think. Nope.
1: All
0: right. Plum, nope, you can out. live
1: in one American st- All right. Next up. Uh, Plum, you can live in one American state, and it has to be a state you've never lived in for the rest of your days. Which do you is choose? is a great question, Share uh, Oof. Uh Oof, oof, oof.
2: You know, it's, it's either New Mexico or oh, no. Vermont. <laughs> it's either New Mexico or Vermont, and I've got different reasons. For one, Albuquerque doesn't have an airport, you guys. Do you know this? The ABQ does not have an airport? It, it doesn't. You know what it has instead? A Sunport. Yes, look it up. It's actually an international sun port. So there's that. Oh, my God. That's pretty cool. But Vermont... Just seems awesome. And in fact, in fifth grade, I did my like U.S. history project or whatever, like choose the state and write a report That's about great. it, about Vermont. And I learned that its capital was Montpellier and uh, mm-hmm. they have the green mountains there and they make maple syrup. So and I like snow and I think it might be better with global warming happening to be kind of further north.
1: Did did you have to uh write the state for information about it? Yes, I think
2: I did and I I think my mom took me to the Flint Public Library so I could check out some books. It was a big deal. I
1: I I had to do one of those on Idaho um and um they very much sent me back enough materials that it was very Jeb Bush like please, please, please clap. clap.
2: I'm going to vote Vermont uh, out of uh, fifth grade itself with a strong backup for New Mexico should Vermont secede before this question is live tomorrow. Great. Great.
0: And then are you guys giving Jibber a fourth question this week? No. Uh, Always thinking 1835 asked. Oh, no. I shouldn't have put myself in this situation. Yeah, you have to answer it too. Plum, this is for you. Who's your favorite... Bronte Bronte. It's Bronte
2: Bronte. It's Bronte uh, It's Charlotte. Charlotte is my favorite bronte.
0: I mean th- this is like a literary family, right? Yeah Emily no um, Emily was way too sad all the time.
1: Charlotte had real nuts. I'd be sad if I had to write like that. <laughs> Next up is Elon Bloom, who leaves Michigan State first? Mel Tucker or Tom Izzo Great to you. Wow. Elon Bloom with the heat. Welcome back, Elon Bloom. You had a tepid week last week. Coming with heat this mm. week.
0: With a little glit with a little blood in your eye, a little fire in your belly. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. well, I mean, the smart money is to take Izzo, right? How many football <laughs> coaches is Izzo outlasted at this point? Three, four? Technically? Like.
1: I just I have the gif of uh John L. Smith saying smile <laughs> in my
0: head. I mean that... I'm going to take Izzo on this one. Anyone else going to take Coach Tuck? I don't want to think about Izzo leaving the
2: program. Oh! But if Tucker leaves before Izzo, I would be very disappointed, so I think you're
1: right, it has to be Izzo. Yeah. Um Next up from Elin Bloom. Who will you think who do you think has more wins the rest of 2021, the basketball or football team? This is interesting
0: because it's only the year 2021. Mm. All right. So how many basketball games are there in 2021 in the schedule?
1: Uh, we are. Elon Bloom really trying to take a nose he dime in the ring by making his Google us Google things.
0: He <laughs> hates us so much Good for him. Um...
1: All right. So uh, Kansas uh, as part of the uh, uh, classic, uh, uh, and then there are three games in the Battle for Atlantis, um, and then we've got um, an eleven, or we've got two TBAs on uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge at Toledo TBA, and then I think at that point in time you have what maybe a maybe a game or two in conference schedule, so that's one two three four five six seven. We'll call it seven. I'm going to take football. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. No,
2: there's more. There's got to be more than that. They play usually three games in November, and they're going to have at least five. I bet there's eight games that they play. Eight or nine even in the basketball season.
0: Then I'm taking basketball.
2: Yeah, and they're going to win. They will win all of them, so I'm going to take basketball,
1: too, now.
0: Okay. All right.
1: What do you got, Jonesy? I mean, it depends a lot on who that ACC team is, right?
2: We just beat Duke, and then um, we had the worst season of our lives. So nothing makes any sense, and there is no common
1: sense. You're welcome. Yeah, so I would like to lose to Duke, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm. you know what? I'm going to choose to believe that this football team might actually be good. I'm going to choose football.
0: Okay. Next up from Elon Bloom. Uh, Plum, how do you think Rocket will do at MSU? Oh, my Playing God. With- Oh my Playing god! Playing with that, you know, the same way that we were earlier. Yeah,
2: huh? I don't like it. I bet he
0: does fairly well,
2: um, because it is a uh, it's a substandard program. It's, uh, it's a lower tier program.
1: He will have all He'll the have as
2: much leash as he wants, and I bet that he brings a certain level of uh, star power to the program, and maybe you know, um, enlivens them a little bit. I cannot wait to see him miss some just and like m- badly miss some very open threes like he did to us. And, uh, and can't wait to see him fail, uh, to be a leader kind of at times like he did for us. But, Brutal. um, but I only say that because I had so much expectation and he let me down so damn much, but I do hope he does well. And I'm sure he will do well.
0: Not, I think just yeah, not. I scared. think, I think rockets rocket and you know what you're going to get. Um, Upper deck jerk guy is next, Jonesy. <laughs> Do you think Gabe Brown will be the team's MVP this year?
2: No.
1: <laughs> Plum, how did you become so erudite? It's just a gift. What can I say? What can I say? Uh and Plum, why are soccer refs the best refs oh, in sports? Oh wow. <laughs>
2: You know, he. This is he knew I was scoring this week because he knows that my answer to Gabe Brown would have been absolutely yes. Uh, and soccer referees are the best refs in sports because we get to carry colorful cards of plastic in our pockets, which we get to display brazenly and with much sass and panache. Um, and because we get to wear short shorts and knee high socks. Huh.
0: It seems that upper deck so
2: jerk guy. In what
1: ways? Would you describe yourself like the people who twirl flags? I wouldn't say
2: it is a very big difference. I think in some respects they <laughs> could be a very effective soccer referee if they just applied their skills differently.
0: Seems that the upper deck jerk guy is erudite concerning who is doing the rating. Well, it's interesting
2: because some upper deck jerk guy just went to number one in the in Alex's internal ranking system. So, yeah, I'm
0: not I'm yeah. not above that. Uh, next up, from uh, the biggest fan uh, of MSU sports, according to the Detroit News, CTNTC <laughs> asks, Jonesy, efficient NBA basketball has become a, quote, moneyball-style league where players now only shoot threes, which they become exceedingly good at, and layups, if they can get them. I would argue this makes the league more boring. What rule changes would fix this? And then a uh, discussion continued about how boring the NBA is. Uh, your thoughts on this, sir. Yeah, that's a
1: really great question. Uh, and like, you know, we may give him shit, but CT is obviously a student of the game. And, you know, you, you're seeing that in increasingly at the NBA, that it's not just shooting threes. The threes are getting longer and longer and longer. And so I'm hesitant to say this out loud, maybe you eliminate the three. Hmm. I mean, because it, the whole point of the three was to spread the game out. Right. And, and now you, you've certainly incentivized that, but the, the, the idea of spreading the, the game out was really actually to, to drive more to the bucket. Well, to couldn't to you achieve
2: the, the same objective well, then by just making uh field goals? Uh, uh three points, layups three points, and uh behind the arc
1: two. <laughs> the reverse. So you're gonna ins- <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna punish people for shooting sure. further away. Incentivize
2: them to drive if that's what you want. If you think what makes good basketball, the physical contact underneath the basket and driving into the paint, give them more points for doing it. That there's your incentive.
1: I mean, then you'd get an and one to make it sure. four.
2: But but then structure the, my whole point is structure the incentives appropriately. Getting rid of the three is one way to do that. But
1: I think you want the diversity of the shot selection, right? But why, why? Well, yeah, if you want diversity of shot selection, then why would you incentivize the opposite way? Why wouldn't you want an ecosystem where uh, there's an equilibrium to it? By, by saying that you get more points for driving to the paint. You're 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 essentially trying to make human bowling balls out of people who are just trying to create contact for a four point play. But isn't that what they're already doing for three? I mean, if they're not doing it for a three point, they're not going to do it for a four point play. I think they would. It, I mean, to to CT's point about sort of a a money ball and, and efficiency, uh, that I mean, it, someone who's better at math could tell me how many times you need to shoot from three and hit it and your percentage can be lower, you know, versus two. And I know that math is not complicated. So, but I'm a lawyer. I'm not a
0: math sure, person. Not a math person. Indeed. Here's the other thing I'll say to this is that fans of the NBA and the NBA itself, I think would disagree with the premise of CTTC's question entirely. I think they want the game to look like this and think that this is a good version of the game. Um, I think I think NBA
1: fans though are are some of the worst basketball. And
2: I'll tell you, I can't stand watching NBA games. I find them too. I I I don't know if this is why I consider them boring, but I I do not consider them exciting. And maybe it's because I don't have any investment in the Pistons, and I go to a couple of Pistons game games a year. I have no interest in watching NBA basketball or supporting it whatsoever. So I don't know if a rule change is going to help get me there, but there is something about. Michigan State. And maybe it's, and maybe, obviously, we went there in college basketball, but maybe it's just because it's just worse, generally speaking. And there's something exciting about knowing that your team is bad that makes you hopeful about watching them.
1: Yeah. I wonder if I would like NBA if I went to a school that didn't play basketball.
0: It's just, it's an entirely different. Although I, I would make the argument that, I mean, parts of the NBA are starting to creep in. To college basketball, you know, the whole five out well, approach, sure. yeah. slashing lanes, opening up. Like we're going to see more and more of that, especially as individual players see what's going on in the NBA and see what the NBA values and try to make that even more and more part of their game. So anyway, uh, great question, CT and TC. Um, and he goes on. Second question, Jonesy if or er, Plum. If the NCAA institutes name, image, and likeness, and we get the wild, wild west, would you feel comfortable paying players to come to MSU? Uh,
1: so, so there's it, it, is this to
0: me be clear personally paying players, or the program, or does it matter?
1: I I think he's saying that like if if there are no rules anymore, how do you feel about paying players to come to MSU as a school?
0: I mean, if that's the new system. And that's how the system works.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't like it,
2: but I would not want Michigan State to be at a disadvantage.
1: Yeah, I think my thing has always been that so far, seemingly, Izzo has not been meaningfully accused of cheating in a substantial I don't know advantage. what
0: you're talking about. He served that one game uh, Brandon Dawson... Uh, uh, when he was when he was suspended um
1: oh and they made they made they made miles bridge's uh, pay $50 yeah, to a charity yeah. cuz that made sense um <laughs> it's got to be the player who gives the money up um anyway so i think the thing that's always irked me is that seemingly is running a clean program and has been successful at some level doing it and yet <laughs> we'll wait <laughs>
0: is wrapped up in an FBI probe, and there are no consequences no consequences I was going to say yeah, but no, there's no consequences so
1: uh, so that's what's frustrating is like I don't have a problem playing pl- paying players. It's a little bit you know I, I don't I'd have to sort through some feelings, but like I don't conceptually have no. a problem with it. I do have a problem with some people doing it and not others, and the the people who aren't doing it aren't doing it because they believe it's against their rules, and there should be consequences for it. That's what bothers me. So I don't have a problem paying him. Anyway, I don't know that anyone's asking me. But next up from CTNTC. Gentlemen, did you or do you or your family have a cottage? Obviously a cottage. (laughs) uh, Up north. I like that up north is in quotes, but cottage is not.
0: We did. My grandfather, my grandfather had a hunting lodge in the UP. I mean, it was properly up north. Um, and I spent most of my summers there as a youth, um, a yeah. couple weeks, a year. Uh, Plum, what about you? Yeah, both sets of grandparents had, uh, had
2: cabins up north, uh, one on Lake uh, Huron in Augrey, and the other one uh, on a small lake, uh, Bass Lake in Kalkaska.
0: Interesting. This is a interesting question to me because we're still here in the state and we, you know, we both have, we both have nice jobs. We both have LinkedIn profiles. Yep. Do you have any intent to get yourself an Up North Cottage someday? Or... 100%.
2: Yeah? Yeah, this is, a, you do. Uh, this is a personal goal. Yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, I am, I've been exploring the idea of... I know that that's the dream as a Michigander, but it like is. it seems with vacation rentals, the way that they are, mm-hmm. it seems like it's a big hassle, it's a headache, and that's the only place you go. I mean, it might be that's nice true too. It's your that stuff, is true too. Yeah, true but too. I've gotten to explore so much more of the state as an adult than I ever got to see as a youth. Sure, and uh, it seems to me that youth. It's like as nice as it might be to have a place that you can throw a bag in the car and head up there for a long weekend. It seems almost better to me to have a dedicated week a year where you go to Sagatuck and then the next year you go to. Yeah, but you're making you know, a zero sum argument out of
2: something that doesn't need to be zero sum. You could do that anyway. You think of it, the place as a passive income stream. You could generate income by renting it out and go over the hell you want.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I have been looking at that and prices. <laughs> for cottages these days are out of control. Boomers are
1: the worst. Oh, I'm sorry, all I heard was Verners, 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 Verners,
0: Verners You get Verners. a Verners problem, man? Next explain time. this joke. You you no, like Tom. No, I got a Twitter question for you. What's explain to me your Verners joke. Walk me through it. You get a Verners problem, man? All,
1: all I heard was just straight up white oh Michigan look
0: look who's deflecting because he can't because he because he's not man enough to defend his position on verner's yeah. which was wrong
2: yeah uh-huh. have you ever had a, a, a an upset tummy jones
0: huh yeah have you
1: <laughs> canada drive all right next up a story like tom who wants to know do you have interest in going down the shore slash describe a time were you egregiously cheated, <laughs> academic, sport,
0: or well, otherwise?
1: otherwise? Gentlemen, do not cut me out of this answer.
0: Well, then go first, my friend. Yeah, go for it. Take this.
1: Uh, um, I don't think i've cheated in academics or sport i've certainly traded signs in euchre
2: oh wow what a michigander should you share... do for the guy who does leads verners he cops to cheating in euchre which any true michigander will will also cop to doing
1: <laughs> isn't that the only honorable way to play euchre yeah. i didn't know this table talk
0: like percent oh table talk happens um but trading signs i don't think i've I I, there's no one that I've euchred with quite to that degree that I, I have this all set up. Um,
1: let's see. We could be closer is what you're trying to say.
0: Yeah. This is a, a place where we have growth potential in our relationship. Um, cheating that I've done. Um, when I was a kid, I used to cheat at board games all the time. Just crazy cheating. Um, now I just don't play them very often anymore.
1: Um... Great! This is great. All right, it's actually been warm. How are your gardens looking? I guess Jonesy's probably uh, because he cares about his lawn, but lawns are boring. What?
0: Yeah, she's right. Lawns are boring. How's your garden looking?
1: Plum. Talk to you and talk
2: to me. about um, your garden. I will tell you that Jones did text me about how excited he is for me to see his lawn when I go there in a couple weeks or next week, actually. Oh so um, she definitely hit the nail on the head that run. Uh, my azaleas are perfect right now. My irises actually shoot. Well, it rained today. They needed some water, but they're looking lovely. And um, yeah, I planted some bushes. I really need to cut the lawn. Uh, it's
1: good. My azalea has lost its all of its flowers, but my rhododendron looks amazing.
0: Okay, uh, next up from Sawyer, sort of like Tom. On one hand, I picked a good year of Spartan Sports to ignore because of school. On the other hand, am I to blame? Do they need my viewership? If so, I'm sorry about the next four years. Crying face. Is I? Uh, uh,
2: I think. time sort of like in medical school, right? Is that right? Or PhD program?
0: Yeah, PhD program, PhD program. at Wisconsin. You. Program, yes,
2: you're to blame. You're to blame.
0: Yep, the only West Division team to win, even though they were uh, leaders at the time. Yep. The Big Ten Championship game. Yuck, so, yuck, 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 yuck. It's not a legend. Not, a, not legend. a legend. Focus up on those studies, sort of like Tom. Uh, next up, Jonesy from Taylor Anderson. When is the can't read, cannot write tailgate?
1: How could you forget, Taylor? How could you Just forget? Just teed
0: it right up. We needed one more September 11th <laughs> joke. Uh.
1: On the yeah, so uh Greg found some some tickets. Uh and so I I I'm aspirationally gonna be uh in East Lansing on uh September eleventh. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna make any of the other jokes uh I've made about how I will get there. Uh but um we will have to figure out some logistics on a tailgate because that's complicated, right? It's not that complicated. Being able to well, being able to have a tailgate is complicated. What do you mean? Because we're not giving out your address site. I thought just we were. I was,
2: it. I was definitely, I've already teed up the tweet. It's already in uh, the doxing tweet for Greg has already teed up in our, uh, our saved drafts.
0: It's actually on a timer. <laughs> it's, it's, on set a timer. It's,
1: it's
2: set to go out tomorrow, right after this drops. So.
1: <laughs> if Greg doesn't send the nudes, <laughs> we'll out. just, uh, so tall. So tall, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Taylor, uh, great question. Uh, wh- I mean, but seriously, Greg, is, is getting a tailgate spot something that's yes, doable?
0: Yes, it's doable. What are you talking about? There will be a tailgate I spot. I don't know, just leave it to me, uh, hey, my sweet prince. Greg is so connected. Pay you no hey, you don't mind. I lived at Case. I oh, just my god. rolled out of bed and went oh, to the stadium. Oh my god! You're like a you're like a child. <laughs> it's like a you're like a time capsule. Uh,
1: oh, I'm sorry that Mun and the tennis courts were right in front oh, of me. My
0: god, you just know so little. Plum, back, back me up. Don't back him up. He's wrong. Don't back him up. There will be a tailgate, Taylor Anderson. There will be details. Stay tuned. Uh, next up, from Taylor Anderson, Plum, how much does it cost to bribe the host to make top four? Plum is closest to me, I assume. Some of his drinks of choice couldn't hurt. Listen, Taylor, if you wanted
2: to drop a carafe of Brandy Alexander's off on my front porch, <laughs> I think we both know that would end up really well.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think Greg is your best bet on bribing someone. Just really get into his feels and he'll he'll make. I was the
0: one that didn't have anything to share on egregiously cheated question from Sawyer like Tom. Um,
1: I don't think I'm going to ask you because we we all knew everything's a cheat. We all knew. Uh, (laughs) Next up, Raymond Chains this week on Behind the Scenes with Tom Izzo. Greg coach accepts that there's no physical transfer portal, but a resentful and lonely Stephen Izzo enters the portal regardless. (laughs) Nobody wants to tell him. Meanwhile, Lupe rebuffs Danton Cole's advances only to receive a surprising job, o- job offer from Suzy
0: Merchant. Ooh, I really love that is getting more and more involved on BTS with Tom Izzo. I think this is a great addition. There's a lot that can be done here. And you loop in Suzy Merchant, that's not bad either. Um, but mostly I like the idea of Stevie Izzo just being like, I don't care. I'm going to the transfer portal anyway. And then like he walks into the woods, presumably. And then, and then like convinces himself he found it at some point. This is all good times. And it reminds me of an episode of Atlanta from the most recent season. So, hmm. uh, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. What about you guys?
1: It just reminded me that I need to watch Atlanta. Actually. It's a good show.
0: High quality. Uh, next up from Raymond chains. Um, plum. Which, of, which <laughs> of the hosts is the most neurotic? as a medicated neurotic? I know exactly who, but I'd like to stir the pot a little bit here.
2: Um, I really think that, to be fair, this is something that we should all on the count of three say at the same time together, you know? And What you feeling:
1: And then, like, feeling a and then when neurotic? we all
2: say the same last name at the same time, we can all giggle about it. you know what I mean? Not, you know what I mean?
0: You, you know what I mean? I think you should just man up and choose. Yeah. You, I like how you're willing to say that you don't want to be me, but you don't want to tell Josie that he's the most neurotic one. No one wants to tell Josie he's the most neurotic one. It's it's it could be hurtful to any of us,
2: but I'll tell you if you judge neuroses by passion for the program, it has to be Mike Jones 100% of the time. This hurts. This <laughs> hurts.
1: This hurts. This hurts. This hurts. If if you if you just Raymond if you heard the offline conversations of Alex Plum, I think we all know the Well,
2: answer. there's a reason there's a
1: reason we I I refuse to speak when the uh the uh, the record button goes on. <laughs> okay. Uh all right, last up from Raymond Chains. Uh do you feel less attached to Tucker's bigger, stronger, expertly recruited Spartans than D'Antonio's scrappy oh, underdogs? I liked Coach D. Tucker is suspiciously slick. Ooh,
2: suspiciously slick. I love the consonants there.
1: Is that alliteration or consonants?
2: Well, it has the S's that are continuously throughout the word, not only at the beginning. So I believe that counts as consonant.
0: <clears throat> too illiterate. Too, too right. Um, I, I, I haven't seen it yet. This whole like there's a new physical profile of MSU football athlete just makes me roll my eyes. It's like, well, no, th- there is a new profile of what it of an offensive yeah, tackle. You re- you've really bought into this. Um, I, you, you, I, I don't think big dudes just got invented in the last year. So, I mean, even if they do end up being genuinely larger dudes, um, we'll see if they play football. Any better, um, which is the thing that I care about with the team. So that's fair, but
1: you can't deny that at some level, D'Antonio was recruiting guards hoping they would keep growing. OK, and then they didn't. I mean, when's the last time we had tackles that
0: were any good? 2015. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But, uh, you know, Coach Tuck hasn't had any yet either. So we'll see. Oh, it's not fantastic. Uh, they yeah, could just be fair. fair. Big mounds of dudes. Um, but we'll find out. We'll find out. In three years.
1: Great. I mean, no one starts on offensive lines as a freshman. Sure. All right, next up is Nick Kamansky. You know what, Raymond? I hope you get extra points for uh, uh, me hating Grek. Uh, next up is Nick Kamansky. KG,
0: what is the most embarrassing fart you've There's ever owned? no unleashed? such thing, Nick. You owned them. You own everyone. Everyone is a treasure. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's one that's been like really embarrassing. Um, I mean it's the it's the ones that happen when you're just like getting up or something that are the like, whoa, that's a surprise to everyone. Myself um, yeah. in um That's a, probably one of those. Probably one of those uh any, guys any fart stories uh that you want to share with the podcast here today plum
1: what are the three to five 2021 college football games that you are most looking forward to watching that do not involve michigan State? okay
2: this feels like bullying this might even be considered be considered targeting <clears throat> um I feel like nick is really coming for me because i don't really watch a lot of college football games uh, I will obviously watch Michigan-Ohio State because I love um, rooting against both of them at the same time. Um, who else will I probably watch? Um, uh, probably the University of Northern South Dakota, Hoople, um, when they play App State. Yeah, um, of course. Must see Must TV, see TV. Uh, love to watch... No, that's really it. I just don't really care. I mean, I'll probably watch. Do you
1: do you hate watch a Michigan game that leads into a Michigan game?
2: I will game? watch Michigan if it's playing, yes. And I'll watch probably any Big Ten game that's on, unless it's like Iowa, Nebraska or something, just because, blah. That's fair. Um, I'll probably want to see Butgers play somebody early in the season to see if they're going to be as good as people are afraid they might be. So, that's yeah, helpful. It's fair. Go Hoople.
0: This seems like the type of question that I would have an answer to one week before the season starts.
1: Yeah, certainly not now. Yeah.
0: Uh, I have no idea what the best conference and non conference uh, games are across the across the country, but I'll find out. I mean, I love point. bowl
1: season. You know, everyone likes to watch the bowl games. I did see Michigan's playing uh, Washington, and that's supposedly a game that's going to be hmm. televised on air. And it was advertised as a slate of very great games, but it was like the worst game by a lot.
0: I'm looking forward like to our games against
1: two programs that had two wins last
0: year. Washington. Um, I've been on campus, I've seen their stadium. Uh, that's someone that I would consider going to whenever that happens. I love their campus. It, it is, is gorgeous. It's really pretty. So in 2050 or whenever that ends up taking place, uh, maybe we'll see you there. Yeah. Great. Next up, from Nick Kamansky, Mike. I'm glad that he chose one for each of us, and mine was about farting. Uh, <laughs> Mike, was that you who sent me the handwritten letter inviting me to visit New Jersey and ended with, I'm so sorry for my Twitter rankings, so I'm thinking yes? If I were to visit, what would we do? What would my time in New Jersey look like?
1: Well, Nick, great question. New Jersey is actually a pretty great state um, other than you can't pump your own gas here. Um, So I would say we would have to go to the shore. That's kind of a rite of passage. If you're out here in the summer, Uh, Jersey diners are the things of legends. So, you know, like full 50 page diner menu kind of situation. So got to go to a high quality diner while you're here. And then Plum's been here before Cute town. It's no very fun? cute. It is legit cute. It is. I have to say that. Like, it's not a bad time here. We would probably hang out in my yard with an inflatable pool <laughs> and drink some beers. That's what we would do. It's great. Like, it's great. It's
2: great. And they have great little stores. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I have to say, I am pro-Madison, New Jersey.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You want to give out my home address, uh, Yes. Too? All right that will also be
2: that will also that's be also yeah, that's also a time
1: yeah. <laughs> all right next up is <laughs> matt alexander uh if one knows the lyrics to all of will smith's wild wild west how often should he she they let others know by reciting them matt adds just for reference as you answer my pronouns are he him and my adjectives are tall overweight and charming
0: they sure are they sure my are. man
1: <laughs> I love this, Matt. Uh, it,
2: Plum, do you know the
1: lyrics? I, I don't,
2: but I am not at all doubtful that Matt does. And he is a savant. Some might call him an idiot savant at times for some of the things that he retains. And I think
1: that's not tall. Those, overweight that's or good charming.
2: Point. Uh, but in fact, some of the, some of those savant aptitudes are what make him tall, overweight and charming. Some could say, so I would say, um, I would say, uh, at least monthly, I mean that's information you have to share regularly with folks.
1: I feel like Matt. I I feel bad for you because COVID has probably really put a damper in your ability to go to the bar and share that with anyone <laughs> who will tolerate you for. He a actually thing. does go to the bar. Yeah,
2: it, he would go to. Um, he would go to a park, a park or a restaurant.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just. Tell I, someone, hey, what it, I'm West, James West, Desperado, Rough Rider. Right. No, you don't want nada. That's right. Nada there. That's right.
1: You know. I, I I want him to do that to a Starbucks <laughs> cashier. <laughs> Matt, I, I want to say this. If you, in the next 24 hours... Get me a video of you doing it to an unsuspecting Starbucks cashier. You automatically win next, and week. that
0: barista writes "West James West Desperado Rough Rider" on your cup, uh, and calls it back to you when it's ready.
2: You also oh, win in two weeks. You should do it. Go get Sarah <laughs> yes. a pink drink, and in the and there's your challenge.
0: Rough Rider. You might do no, it. You don't want. To. Oh
1: my god! I hope he does it. I hope he listens to this in time. <laughs> yes, but you get yes. 24 hours from the release of the pod. That's what you got, Matt. Yeah, right, Next no. up is this B-List. one's for
0: you. I'm asking you because you do this. B-List asks, Jonesy, why do you guys drop the S at the end of Rutgers? Rutger? Am I missing something? Explain the joke to poor B-List. He's a dad. He's out there focusing uh, uh, on his child. He doesn't get the Rutger.
1: Well, uh, B-List, I think this is a, a, a bit of an internet thing in the same way that uh, it's Burt Uh <laughs> Um... Rutger just kind of became Rutger. Um, and it was sort of like when you earn the S you can get it. And the thing that bothers me is that Rutger may be earning the S.
0: They haven't earned it yet.
1: They're also known as the butger. So, uh, Uh, yeah, I I care for that one less though. I like just, I just like the slight shade of just not (laughs) acknowledging the full name. (laughs) Like, Like just, it's just, it's like mispronouncing somebody's name, right? But sort of deliberately. Indeed. All right. Anyway, uh, last up from B-List. Plum. Can't read, can't write, vocab, word of the week, vicissitude. How would you define it?
2: Ups and downs.
1: No. No, I didn't.
2: It's like fluctuations and ups and downs. The vicissitudes of life, we would say.
1: I'm. I'm gonna hate it you is. Right.
0: Change of circumstances or fortune. Typically, one that's unwelcome or unpleasant. Yeah.
1: I hate you.
0: Contextually, you... I'm right again.
1: I hate you. You.
0: Is it? Do you need to? Do you need to revisit the question about cheating, Alex? Um,
1: correct, guys. <laughs> Greg, I think we need to. I think we need to revisit um, the the host. Well, do
2: this next time. Don't put it in people- the chain. Don't you know? I don't even look on the Twitter. Just don't put it in the outline. You
1: can ask me in real time.
0: Oh, but you know, but
1: Greg. The thing is, is that the name of the podcast is "Can't Read, Can't Write," and I'm just a little bit worried that Alex isn't representing. Yeah. The I'm going to just say B-list. I feel like I feel like
2: right B-list there. tried to add my image to the logo, but then sets me up for failure with these questions. Yeah, he, I think no, what he's trying to do right. is
0: he's trying to build a yeah. uh, you know profile for why you belong on the pod. But what he doesn't understand is that he's ruining it. Right. Greg,
1: Greg, I think we just need to have a meeting after Alex hangs up. Yeah, just you know about kind of getting back to our roots, family so, chat. My feelings, um, you yeah, mean? Family <laughs> family. <laughs> West James West right, Desperado. Uh, <laughs> That will do it for this week's episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, uh, folks. You can look forward to next week. It's gonna be Mike Jones, Alex Plum
0: in person, IRL,
1: <laughs> and the land shark
0: with the governor. Yeah.
1: Honestly, <laughs> wait, should we should we make a shark bowl? Should we make a shark bowl? Yeah, I'm not gonna say no if you can find shark gummies. Ooh, all right. All right, that's it for this episode. Gentlemen, uh, go, go right.
0: green. Go away, guys.